Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 52, Scriptural Prescriptions Very occasionally, I find myself frustrated with someone who's come to me for prayer ministry, and yes, I talk this through with God and repent and forgive where necessary. The frustration happens when they come for a second or subsequent session with a degree of disappointment that nothing has changed and yet I discover that they haven't put into practice any of the things that we talked and prayed about in their previous session. They haven't done their homework. To mix metaphors, it's like someone who goes to the doctor complaining of a sickness or pain, returns to the doctor sometime later, as there's been no change, but on questioning them, the doctor discovers that they haven't been taking the medicine that was prescribed. We're currently being encouraged to go to the doctor less often where possible and instead to first go to a pharmacy for assistance. Just as we may know for ourselves what particular medicine is needed in certain situations, so we're often able to prescribe something for ourselves in spiritual and emotional matters. We don't always need another as a prayer minister. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That is a description of spiritual surgery, if ever I heard one. And the instrument used for such surgery is the Word of God, i.e. Scripture. Scripture feeds us as we read or hear it. Scripture is also good to be meditated on and contemplated, studied, considered. But it's not just for succour and comfort, it is powerful. I once heard a youth minister say that he'd taught the young people in his group to shout bang every time they open their Bibles to remind them of the power of God's word. I imagine that didn't always go down well in church, but it's a good lesson to learn. In Isaiah 55.10, the Lord says that his word will not return to him empty, but will accomplish what he desires and will achieve the purpose for which he sent it. God's word accomplishes things because of its latent power. It can even do the work of a surgeon's scalpel. Sometimes the transforming work of grace that we need in our lives can be accomplished by the declaration of scripture. For example, Galatians 5.1, it was for freedom that Christ has set me free, has the power to release us from our prisons. Joshua 1.5, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you, has the power to calm our fears. Isaiah 53, by his wounds we are healed, claims our healing, etc. When I consider such scriptural prescriptions with people, I also suggest a strength and dosage, or method of taking the medicine. This isn't a one-size-fits-all formula, but it may be a helpful starting place. I suggest declaring the scripture aloud three times. The first declaration is in agreement with and to the Lord. The second is to the powers and principalities that may oppose us. And the third is to our own souls to make sure we're listening. Do your homework. Take your medicine. God's word will not return to him empty.